Hello and welcome to PokeSports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike, and you know what? I play with as many Pokemon on the field as I'm told to, because I'm a good boy. I'm Kevin. I am not prepared this week. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? I don't think anybody could have been prepared for this week, because this week was just the craziest week. Just the craziest in, in terms of Pokemon. Just everything was happening everywhere. You look at Sword and Shield and... So much is happening in Sword and Shield. You look at uh, a, a TCG even. So much happening in TCG right now. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is just crazy at the moment. What about Pokemon Sleep? How's that doing? Pokemon Sleep, they're sleeping on it. But they're oh. sleeping. They're like extreme sleep. They're like power napping. They're taking a coffee nap. Have you ever had a coffee nap? A coffee nap. Mm -hmm. No, usually I wake up. No, so a coffee nap. When you're like super, super tired, you go like chug some coffee right before you go to bed. And like you'll you'll wake up in about 20 minutes once the caffeine hits and you'll just be like good to go, except it's not healthy for you at all. That sounds so unhealthy. Yeah, like you're playing, you're playing with your REM cycles there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going from rapid eye movement to rapid eye stasis like really quickly. <laughs> rapid eye movement to just rapid movement. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I would not recommend <laughs> recommend coffee naps, but uh, Kevin, you know that thing up. I just recommended to you? Yeah, don't, do recommend don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Good to see everybody. Of course, I, I do say that in jest. Uh, nothing, not that much has been happening in Pokemon this this week. I think there was like a, a evolutions trailer. Have you seen the evolutions trailer? Um, no, but I, I saw people were making a big deal about it. Yeah. It's it's like all of the uh, hype people about uh, in in Pokemon like um, who is oh my gosh who is the dude who uh, struck the pose in Sword and Shield Leon Leon yeah Leon uh, a lot of stuff about him there was stuff about uh, wow who is the lady who was like getting the bag Nebby oh uh, Lily Lily, Lily. Nebby. there's some stuff about Lily and Nebby uh, I know that. They were mm -hmm. making a big deal because uh, they made the protagonist from Gen 8 a uh, person of color. You know what? Good for them, but everyone's sleeping on Brock. Brock was the real protagonist since Generation 1. Right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. I, I mean, I wonder. What so this is why. Frying I buy pan joke? I know you know <laughs> it. I'll use my frying pan as a drying pan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, when we inevitably start our um, Pokemon watch through uh calling you know whatever whatever uh, uh teams that they're using at the moment competitive or not um you remember that we're gonna do that for sure mike makes way too many promises on this podcast. over promise and under deliver that is my mantra <laughs> um when we inevitably do that we should also just have an episode completely from the perspective of brock just like <laughs> was it a good episode for him though did he do what he set out to do? Because they had that sometimes. They had like a good uh, subplot with the with the other characters. They used to do that, at least at the beginning of the episodes. You remember that one where like um, I, I feel like Ash split off. I think it was when Brock got the Vulpix when he went into like the salon and, uh, you know, interacted with the with the people there and ended up with a Vulpix out of it. Sure. No, we need to watch that episode because it was good because totally they, they separated the characters. They're like Brock has his B plot and Misty has her B plot and Ash has his A plot. 
see the issue with me is I was so young when Generation One was out. Mm. I don't remember. I I watched it all, but you know, I remember. I, I remember the sand shrew getting abused. Um, yeah, I remember the ho oh in the sky a whole generation early. Um, mm-hmm. What else do I remember? The 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 evolution brothers that all had respective hair colors so they're yeah remember those guys um i remember james going to his boarding school i remember the pokey flute and the snorlax and the hippie from uh that 70s show that made the appearance on pokemon um really well not really but it might as well mm, okay, okay. <laughs> those are about i remember all the traumatizing moments can i tell you how easy this podcast would be to do all we need to what? do just once a week, both of us watch through an episode. We write down notes. Done. We talk about it. You kidding me? This podcast writes itself. We definitely got a lot of a lot of episodes to pull from. There's like a billion of them. There's out a now. billion of how many episodes does Pokemon have? They have Pokemon TV on the Switch now. Is that news? Guys, go check it out. How many episodes does Pokemon I- have? 1,125. Uh, 1,115. Just a couple of years. Yeah. We can get a thousand episodes out of this. Why not? That's a lot of... I mean, at one episode a week, we'll be here all day. Huge we'll milestone. Huge milestone whenever uh, a voice actor changes. Fair enough. How many, how many Jameses have we I think we, we talked through? about this. Yeah, we yeah. Did. We did. This was a peach. You guys are mm-hmm. getting a little bit of a freege. Um... We were going through like new Pokemon clips and we just like realized how much James's voice changed. Oh, yeah. I think he, he has three voice actors now. Something like that. Yeah. That, it's it's too, too many. I don't like it. Of course, you always like the original one because that's what you grew up with. Um, The original James voice actor wasn't great. The second one was great. Second one. The second one was the one that everybody remembers. Because that was the one, the guy who had the range. Like when he would scream, he would scream like high pitched. But when he was talking, it was like low and kind of um, like my bottle cap. That there you go. That's the guy. That's the guy. And I, I need cap. to, I need to deviate a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. I'm sorry, everybody, but I, I've been thinking a lot about Looney Tunes recently. <laughs> There's no news this week anyway. There's <laughs> a very tiny bit of <laughs> news. But um, I was thinking a lot about Looney Tunes this week. And I'm constantly reminded of one Porky Pig, speaking of voice actors. You know, po- Porky Pig, the guy who has the abadi abadi abadi. That's all, folks. You know? the uh, Yeah, the like, stutter. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. If you think about it enough, it's not a stutter. It's a speech impediment. So when he's saying... That's all, folks. He's trying to say the end, but he can't say the end, so he bails and he says another word entirely. And that was oh. that was Porky Pig's like uh, uh, structure the entire time uh, it was originally being done. It was like, also, it's not a stutter. I mean, yeah, a stutter, exactly. Like I'm, I'm talking exactly. Like I'm talking in, <laughs> into this m- 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 speaking device. Got that it. was Porky Pig. And I so think that is just genius. Genius. Just a voice uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. They always stumble on words. <laughs> I 
Yeah, I mean, I'm making a general statement here. True. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about Pokemon here. Uh, let's let's like pivot from that and dive so hard into Pokemon that like we we just run the rest of the episode with it. Uh, we're talking Unite tournaments because this week we have the first official Pokemon Unite on uh, online tournament that's been announced in Japan. It's going to be on September 19th, which is cool. And that's really good. I'm hoping that that means that uh, we're getting what's the word uh, spectator mode by then. Because if we have spectator mode by then, ooh, that's going to be nice. Well, you definitely know they're going to have spectator mode for this. But this is interesting because it's actually being sponsored. Um, this is official, but it's being sponsored by JCG, which I guess is the official, you know, that's the Japanese version of Play Pokemon because Play Pokemon doesn't function out like outside, you know, Western right. regions. Um, and APAC. Pretty, pretty interesting because it's going to be done through the official Pokemon website. Matches are single elimination with the top four to final matches, matches being a best of three. Mm. There's going to be a maximum of 256 teams. Uh-huh. That's how much EVs there are. <laughs> um, That's how data works. <laughs> participating and will run standard battle on remote stadium. Okay, so the, the regular stadium. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you need to be able to write and speak in Japanese in over 16 to enter. Oh, man. 20, 20s require permission from Guardian to enter. Okay, so it's interesting how they're doing this. There's not going to be any... There's not going to be any, I guess master senior junior there's like no age division but mm. like if you're under 20 you need a parent and guardian i feel like if i can learn how to read and and uh, write and speak japanese in the next two weeks my parents will let me go to japan and i think that's the same for anybody i mean do you actually have to know how to read and write <laughs> japanese or do you only have to know how to read the in-game japanese stuff because it does that, that... fully say you need to be able to write and speak so <laughs> I mean, only the relevant terms. I, right? Who <laughs> I needs, need to know what a goal is. Who needs to know anymore? You know, you know, <laughs> just say it into Google. Google, what is what is this rule? Google Lens translate it for me. Easy peasy. I don't know about this whole uh, single elimination, though, because you know how these games can go sometimes, right? Like ah. a, a dumb zap, those power play can turn the whole game around. Um, these games are 10 minutes long. I understand why they're single elimination up until the you know end mm-hmm. because there's like 256 teams so that's that times five amount of players it's yeah. a lot of people um but i'm happy that they're at least making best of three in the final matches i'm surprised it's only top four and not top 16 because that just seems to make more sense like as much best of threes as you can have the better here i think yeah. with this kind of format and this kind of game especially since the games are so short anyway who cares just have three matches. That's true. But, how many? Uh, how many rounds is that with two fifty six? How does how does one calculate that? Divide by two each time, so it'd be two five six. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah that's divide by two is one twenty eight divided by two sixty four divided by two. Um, thirty two divided by two, sixteen divided by two is eight divided by two. Four. So there's your top four. That was what sixteen divisions by two, I think. I mean, no, not sixteen, six. So six rounds. It looks like it's. I'm sorry to burst your math. I was doing. I was doing the math there too. It's eight. It's eight rounds. 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> have your, you have your 256, then you have your 128, then you have your 64, then you have 32. That's four so far. Uh, then you have your top 16, then you have your top eight, then you have your top four, then you have your uh, well, top I, two. Okay. Top four is different, though. Top four is best of threes. Oh, 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 oh. So it's technically it's seven. So there's we that many rounds, here, but folks. yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So there's there's eight rounds, but more games. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's fun. Um, that's a long day. That can go for, man. you know, a couple hours. But you know hey. what's nice about this, though, is compare I, that to like a, a VGC tournament where your games can go anywhere between like 15 minutes and half an hour, 20 minutes or whatever. No, not to mention like setup and all that kind of stuff. Yes, there's a lot of setup in the MOBAs as well. But, um, you know, the the because the games are so short, it's just like this quick burst of game every single time. So there's going to be a lot of commentating opportunity uh, as long as they have spectator mode. Yeah, the thing is with these matches, if they all start at the the time they're supposed to start, theoretically they should they have a time limit, right? They yeah. they should last about ten minutes, mm-hmm. uh, give or take two minutes for team select and loading times, and that's pretty much it. Each round should last about twelve minutes. Um, the thing with VGC tournaments is that sometimes these best of threes can last forty five minutes to an hour, and then you are all doing it at the exact same time. Everyone has different connection issues. Mm-hmm. It, it, it adds up. <laughs> definitely adds up so i think this can be run more efficiently than a vgc tournament i take that back immediately after thinking you have to coordinate with five other people on your team but i also take that statement back immediately after because (laughs) if you're you know if you're coming in in here with a team and it's going to be online i'm assuming the team of five you have is going to at least be trustworthy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would hope so (laughs) Well, that's the thing is, is if you look at other MOBAs, uh, wh- what you get in like solo or duo queue is is very, very much different than what you get with um, teams of five. Uh, the coordination is just on another level. And, and the there's like a whole competitive five person metagame as well. Um, solo, you just kind of play with what consistently wins. But in in fives, like you get strategies that that you can play with. And so now with with this news coming out, we've got up to 256 teams of five trying to like coordinate now and go in as five and, and, you know, run their favorite strategies. And uh, I think this is going to be one of those uh, tournaments where we're like we we start to see a meta actually start to form. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and you're you're going to see that reflect in the in the ladder as well, as people are going to start bringing more often the the characters that won in Japan or the characters that did top four in Japan. I'm very interested to see like what Pokemon transition to being a good solo queue Pokemon versus a good team based Pokemon because mm. they're very different, right? You can't mm. just go into solo queue with you know a Slowbro and expect to win every match but Slowbro is like super good in 5v5 situations you can trust your team to attack the person you're to, uh, using telepathy on you can trust the team to go for Zapdos while you're you know ulting their target um, there's a lot of trust in there uh, solo queue you don't have that because 9 out of 10 times your teammates are trying to do Rotom while Dreadnought's up <laughs> right <clears throat> yeah you know? no that's true what do you okay I guess uh, let's talk real quick about Blastoise first, and then afterwards, I think we should give like a tier list of what we think is going to be very good in the tournament. Absolutely. 
Sounds good. So Mike hasn't been able to play with Blastoise yet. I think Mike hasn't even been able to play with Blissey. Everyone yell at Mike to play Unite because I'm lonely. That's this week. Um, <laughs> this week. <laughs> the um, Blastoise is actually... See, I was playing with Steve from PKN Cast because Mike doesn't play with me. And <laughs> we've come to the conclusion that Blastoise is kind of dumb. Mm. Like, it's pretty good. It's it's so good that I was just like, you know what? Here's seven dollars, Timmy. Give me a Blastoise. I dropped some money. Got the Blastoise. Just stuck Buddy Barrier, Focus Band, and Score Shield on it. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> little did you know, I was still doing like their whole health bar with my ulti and <laughs> rapid spinning and being unstoppable and avoiding damage and just smacking them with water while I'm spinning around them and scoring goals. It- it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's really gross. Um, I think definitely it's like it's weird because Blastoise is so tanky but does so much damage with no damage items. That's kind of the problem with defenders right now is that all defenders kind of do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what set is better on him. I definitely know that I don't know what it's called. Water Spout isn't that great. At least in my opinion, it's not that great. You should always go Hydro Pump. But, like, between Rapid Spin and Surf, it's such a hard decision. Because Surf, just imagine, like, Slowbro Surf times, like, double the distance. (laughs) That's how far you go. Interesting. But, I mean, there's still reason to bring Slowbro, right? Or is it just... I honestly don't think there's a reason to bring Slowbro Blastoise right now. It's a little bit awkward. I mean, the only thing, at least in solo queue, no. Slowbro Mm. is not a solo queue Pokemon. Team-based 5v5s, you can make solo you can make Slowbro work because of that whole team aspect. There's so much trust that comes with Slowbro mm-hmm. that it's hard to justify something that locks them in versus something that can just do damage and be unstoppable, you know? It's really hard to justify Slowbro over even like Snorlax or Crustle, even. Even Snorlax or Crustle. Wow. That's that's interesting that the and and maybe that's why uh, Blastoise wasn't wasn't released on release. You know, they gave us Venusaur, they gave yeah. us Charizard, they didn't give us Blastoise. Maybe it's because uh, Blastoise was proving just straight up too overpowered. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had to bring that's it down a little possible. bit. Mm-hmm. I honestly see. I'm leaning more towards Rapid Spin just because it's more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Surf is probably the better move but rapid spin is just so much fun the more i'm seeing because like, i haven't been playing but i have been watching a ton of unite content and one of the things that i'm starting to notice is that everyone kind of has their own preference as to what uh mm-hmm. skills they go yeah like you can go one skill or the other um but unless you like really know how to play that lesser used skill, you're not going to do very well. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people said something about me using air slash on camera when I was using it, but mm-hmm. it's like it gave me so much mobility mm-hmm. that I still preferred it over the other one. It matched your play style better mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. For sure. And so I'm, I'm excited to try out Blastoise because I don't, I don't know if it, it sounds like rapid spins going to be my thing. Cause for me, uh, just the way that I play MOBAs, just movement speed is everything. If, if I can get around the field faster and, and do things in kind of a weird wonky way, um, then I, I want it. 
Yeah, it's like you become unstoppable too, which yeah. is the other irritating thing. There were people I was playing Nine Tails one game, right? And there were they're just like this was day one Blastoise, and these people are already playing Blastoise as like like a god up in Master Baltier. They mm-hmm. they would time their rapid spin for my frozen auto every time, and then just become unstoppable and spin away when I was chasing wow. them down. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Guess that's not working. Oh my gosh. Wow. I mean, hey, and if they had enough uh they had enough guts, they would just like rapid spin run back into me and like every time you you're in rapid spin and you auto attack, it shoots like AoE water out and then you use hydro pump on top of that, it shoots a bigger AoE water out. Right. It's wild. Right. So what I've done, I've just sent you the entire Unite roster. I'm sure you don't need to have it in front of you to remember it, but just in case. Um, I want you to look through this and and tell me three Pokemon that you do and three Pokemon that you do not see joining in tournament play. Maybe give me some some reasons why. okay. In tournament play. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm just looking through this roster, I'm seeing, say, Charizard. And I'm iffy on if we'll see it in tournament play because I'm assuming that like whenever I see a good Charizard that it's going to destroy the entire team. But when Mm -hmm. I see a bad Charizard, it is it is doing nothing. Um, Okay. so maybe we would see that one in tournament play because we're assuming that everybody's just good at the game. Mm -hmm. Right off the back real quickly, ones that I will see in tournament play. Okay, let's start with Pokemon that I, I that you would think are good, but I don't think are going to be in tournament. Okay. Right away, Pikachu. Don't think so. Pikachu is very one-dimensional. Does one thing very good, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Pokemon that are one-dimensional don't do well in uh, tournament play. They do well in solo queue because you can, you know, you're more consistent. But in tournament play, you don't want to be consistent. You want to be better. Completely different concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Cinderace Greninja will be seen in tournament play because they're too they're too one of a kind. The if you're not running one, you're running the other, or you're running both. They both do what they do very well, and they're gonna definitely be there. Uh, Blissey, Wigglytuff, and Aldegas all gonna be in tournament play. They have to be there, of course. I spent like uh, emphasis on Wigglytuff. Wigglytuff is too dumb not to be in tournament. It's play. going to say too much about the game itself. If the end of the tournament has no no supporters, like they have to, they have yeah. to be there. Yeah. Um, somebody from Snorlax, JC, sure. <laughs> somebody from JCG will or yeah, will will pull them aside and slap them around the face. Be like, you can't ruin our game like this. You can't ruin the game. <laughs> you got to bring a supporter. No supporters are so important. Yeah. It goes back to the solo queue mentality. Like you can't carry a game as an Eldegoss, but I mean, maybe you can, but that's like one every 20 games or something. But every carry Pokemon needs an Eldegoss. Mm -hmm. So it's like a give and take. It's 50-50. You can't have one without the other. You need it. Um, Some Pokemon that I think, also Snorlax. Snorlax is still too good. I don't know about Blastoise. It might be too soon to say something about Blastoise, but Snorlax is definitely going to be in there. Pokemon that I think aren't that good in solo queue that I think will be good in in tournament play. Number one is Gardevoir for me. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say Gardevoir is because Gardevoir requires late game and requires your support to feed you minions. 
you have to have a support that gives you the last hits so that you can get to six faster and you can be useful. Guard of War is like the definition of late game carry. Mm -hmm. But with team coordination, you should be able to keep that Guard of War alive and like funnel resources into it to get it ahead as quick as possible. Right. So you like absolutely you need solo queue. <laughs> you absolutely need a supporter to be playing with the Guard oh, yeah. of War. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you've mm -hmm. ever played Ralts in solo queue, you know my pain. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm I'm not super hot on um, Absol coming into tournaments. I don't think so. It's it like it's one of those. It does look very well, but assassins yeah. are just notoriously not good in tournament settings because they're too show offy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, so I mean, what it's it's going to be an interesting tournament because yes, we're probably going to see mostly uh, you know a handful of Pokemon, but. In the cases that we don't, it's going to be like such an interesting way of, of seeing how they play, how the how the Japanese players play. Like if, if we see uh, Absol ending up in top four, that's going to be huge. If we see all Absols ending up in top four, then we're going to be wrong. But that's also going to be huge. <laughs> We've been wrong before. Yeah, I think uh, Alola Ninetales is another big one that it does its job very well. It's going to be in tournament play. Yeah. And. Last one is maybe maybe uh it might be a stretch, mm. but I think uh, I think Garchomp is going to be seen in tournament play because mm -hmm. it has the same uh, instance as Guard of War, where it's like garbage early but very disgustingly strong late game. And what a lot of people in solo queue have been doing mm -hmm. is actually funneling their Garchomps as the split pushers to get the Rotom while the rest of the team is at the Dreadnought and have the Garchomp get solo experience for that whole time to get to like late game faster interesting yeah i mean I, I think we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of pokemon that have crowd control we're gonna see a lot of pokemon that mm -hmm. can that can zone really well um so like you said a little nine tails putting up well well a little nine tails does both but um setting up that wall huge uh especially with in coordinated play um mr mime same kind of thing uh, Wigglytuff, same kind of thing. Just anybody that sets up a wall, anybody that, that can knock up or knock back or do anything like that. Um, we're going to see a lot of of interesting plays like that. I think Crustle we're probably going to see quite a bit on the defender side. Uh, Crustle and Snorlax. Um, so I don't know. It, it, I think it's going to be interesting. It all depends on the team's play style too because mm -hmm. some teams will focus so hard on Zapdos, focus so hard on team fights while the other team just like, we will, we will score shield, score, 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 <laughs> and then win like that. You know, uh, <laughs> there's two ways to play. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will have focus ban. Everyone will have buddy barrier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I promise. I'm surprised they didn't patch the game when they released the Blastoise. They're just bug fixes. That's it. Nope. They're not ready for that yet. But that's gonna uh, be. Uh, I'm. I'm interested to see Mamoswine come in. I'm interested to see. Uh, who is the Sylveon? other Puma? Sylveon. Sylveon. That's right. That's going to be the other attacker. We haven't had a new attacker mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. They just gave us a healer and... Oh, no, I guess we got Gardevoir. It's a lie. Mm -hmm. Got Gardevoir, like, almost immediately. See, but that's... that's. I mean, bringing it back to spectator mode a little bit um, and how they kind of teased us with it for a couple days and then took it away. Uh, I mean, clearly they did that with tournament play in mind. Clearly that they're 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 going to implement it before tournaments get into full swing. I don't know if they'll do it for this one. Would be nice if they did it for this one, but um, maybe, maybe not. 
Um, I, I, I think that like that I'm, I'm a little upset that we don't still have it because it feels like they're going to do the first big couple releases of it, uh, in showcases and tournaments. I don't know if I like that. I, I would kind of have liked to see content creators and, and streamers and people, um, like kind of figure it out now, uh, while it's still in, in development so that when tournaments do come up like this one coming up, uh, the, the commentators are ready for it. The commentators know how to, to use it. They know how to talk. They know how to, uh, go and view different parts of the map. You know, these people are going to be kind of inexperienced when, when they go and uh, commentate over it, if they're doing that at all. Yeah, that's a fair point. I, I hope there's commentary. I, I won't understand any of it because it's in Japanese, sure. but I still want to be there. Um, the thing is, see, what we need now is we, we have like thousands of people that listen to this podcast. I know some of you are from Play Pokemon. Start this up, man. Do Start it. doing this. Don't let the Japanese be first. Come on. Or just let us all be first. Come on. Just, just give it to us now. We're fine. We can do Why it. Why do they get all the cool stuff? Mm-hmm. We're still here playing series 10. It's a dead man. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like that's, that's how we're, that's how we pokey sports get into unite commentary is by them releasing spectator modes by us going into these top tier games and, and talking over them. Uh, like right now, we're we're probably just gonna have to look at the actual feed for for Japan and commentate over that if we're gonna do anything like that. We should do that. Why not? We should. We're just we'll gonna translate it, it very indirectly, but we'll translate. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna say none of the same words, but <laughs> no, none of them. It will be translated somehow. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and with that, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will have more Pokesports. That's just how it's going to go today. We'll see you then. And we're back. Welcome back to Pokesports, everybody. Uh, we were talking about Unite. Let's talk a little bit about VGC. Uh, Kevin, it's a new month. Do new months matter anymore? No. Just a um, blanket statement. <laughs> New months don't matter. They used to matter. There used to be some random Pokemon that popped out of nowhere. There are a couple of, you know, sneak peeks that weren't here last month, I mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. Or at least they weren't that meaningful to me last month. Which are kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, typically the top five is going to remain the top five. What I wanted to point out immediately, though, is that Mike's Amoongus factor is not holding up this time. What do you mean? It's People aren't letting five. go of it. It is people tough. aren't letting go. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Like I always said, the Amoongus will go down. People, uh, Amoongus is still here. Yeah. Amoongus is still here. What was Amoongus last month is my question. Um, That's very hard to tell now because Series 10 is here for a while. Yeah. No, we can't. We won't know. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. But like first. Well, actually, hold on. This was the first month of Series 10, was it not? August. Yes, but yeah, uh, Picolytics was already using showdown stats. Yeah, but hey, we're using last month. We, we can look at console usage to look at this month's stats. Uh, yeah, but that was last month. Okay, 
Okay. Well, wow. On console, Amoongus is number 11. Big difference. Yeah. Amoongus must be really hard to get or something. <laughs> <laughs> Harder to get than Zation and Calyrex Shadow. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, in, in uh, Series 10 Battle Stadium doubles, it's um, fairly consistent, except for the Entei at, no, sitting at number five right now. I don't know. Entei, I guess, is like really strong. It's weird because Entei, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I Entei's okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are using it on Sun teams because it has access to like Sacred Fire, which is really good. Base yeah. 100 is a really good speed for this generation because uh, a lot of things are like kind of mid tier. Um, it's a nice wall to Zation. It's a nice wall to Rillaboom. You can't fake it out. You can't Grassy Glide. You can't really do much to it. So I get why Entei is good, but like. 15% usage. <laughs> wow. See, they're they're using it because uh, they're using it with with uh, choice scarf right now. So they're just slapping on sacred fire. They're slapping on adamant uh, max attack. Your Ente has base 115. So it's hitting them with a sacred fire at, at like the most aggressive possible way that they could do it. Minus like a, a choice specs. And they're just, you know, burning through so very quickly. Uh, that's basically an Oko for even things that are normally effective to Sacred Fire. Until you miss. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, nothing is too out of the ordinary that I'm looking at right now. But look, I was looking at the meta report. And here's some Pokemon that are just kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know a Pokemon is dumb when its usage is very high and when its win rate is over is above 50%. Because that means that, like, you don't need a brain to use this Pokemon. You kind of just win with it. Yeah. Right now, the Pokemon that we're seeing with those two statistics are Urshifu, 28% usage, 53.5% win rate. Wild. And Amoongus, (laughs) 16% usage, 52% win rate. And then Stacka Stacka. I said that on purpose. (laughs) Uh, 16.5% usage, 54.1% win rate. Mm-hmm. This is weird to me because Stack Attacka, I, I always looked at Stack Attacka as like the Pokemon where you run this to counterization. Right. Um, but people are kind of using this as you run this to counterization and also sweep in Trick Room. Uh, because mm. Stack Attacka's percent usage is 21.09%. And I said Zacian, I meant Xerneas. Um, and Xerneas is only 14.45. So more often than not, you're bringing Sakataka and Xerneas isn't even there. Right. Huh. I'm looking on uh, Babiri right now, uh, looking at the, the top teams like we did last week. And, um, oh boy, we've got some interesting ones this week. Uh, we've got Pelipper back, Kevin. Pelipper's here. Oh, oh, I actually know why Pelipper is there. Tell me why uh, Pelipper is Pelip- there. Pelipper helps Zacian so much in dealing mm. with Groudon. Zacian's biggest enemy is Groudon. I felt that when I was playing in the Joe UX9 tournament. Um, yeah, I was running Zacian and I had no way to stop Sun. So Pelipper just kind of allows you to do that. Mm-hmm. And just like make, you know, just make Groudon step back a little bit. You can't just come in, press his blades, everything, and win the game because you kind of have to worry about 
things like Intimidate Spam from Melanderous, which is also on this team. Things like Grassy Glide from the Rillaboom, which is also on this team. And then Pelipper changing the weather is just icing on the cake. Right. Rillaboom surpassing Incineroar on Dabiri, though, is super interesting. Rillaboom on more than half of the teams. Yeah, wow. Usage 51% on Rillaboom, 48% on Incineroar. This is the one good thing. This is one thing we got right on this podcast was mm. Rillaboom being done. Dumb. We yeah. said this day one. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when we uh learned about about grassy terrain, we were like, oh no, it's it's all oh, yeah. I think over. even when we were just when we learned about their stats, like we looked at Rillaboom and we're like, yeah, this thing's dumb. Yeah. High HP, high defense, high special defense, high attack. Okay. <laughs> That's all you need. You have high everything. Congratulations, yeah. Rillaboom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you guys, uh, this is a public service announcement. If you guys are running Chansey and Shuckle on the ladder. <laughs> stop. Just stop it. If you're running them both at you, the same time. Just eat your switch cartridge. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Doesn't taste very good, but you're, you know what? It's a, you're going to have to do it. Number, he's saying this because number six on uh, Babiri.net right now with a ranking of 1818. Uh, it comes from this guy or this person who is uh, running an Indeedy Hatterene combo. We remember that from earlier series, uh, followed by a Chansey and a Shuckle. Mm, thank you. And a Meow Stick. Mm, OK. Uh, into a Calyrex Cal- Ice. And I think that was just the, the funny one on this team for me, because it's just like big, like hoof ice hoof, like scary guy just going down the field. And then three of like these. Super defensive, super like pinkums, you know. Oh, yeah, pinkums. Did you say pinkums? Yeah, just the yeah, pink Pokemon. Just pinkums. pinkums. <laughs> yeah, Calyrex and the pinkums. Oh, goodness, they have Chansey and Blissey on. The Why are there so many Shedinjas on uh ladder right now? Um, it's actually pretty decent because if you know how to play Shedinja right, you mm-hmm. can do something with it. There's some Pokemon I know how to play and some Pokemon I really don't know how to play. I, I, I'm i convinced that after this week of recording battles, and you guys haven't seen this team yet, I am a very bad Calyrex Shadow player. Oh. Uh, the reason for that is, I feel like Calyrex Shadow, just like everything in its mother has a dark move on. I, like, I was getting hit by the dumbest stuff. Like, you look at a Serena, do you think I'm in danger as a Calyrex Shadow? No. Until the Serena whips out a pursuit. Oh, what? Yeah, it's just like the dumbest things. Like, what, what was the other one? That's like a Gardevoir, right? Mm-hmm. I was against the Gardevoir. Gardevoir Shadow sneaks me. Like, people are just carrying dark and ghost moves just so there's counters to Calyrex Shadow. How do you guys play this Pokemon? It's impossible. <laughs> because it... it... Yeah, is it frail? I was about to say because it's so frail, but I don't actually know. It's not frail. It's typing is just garbage. Huh. It has two four times weaknesses. Right. Well, yes. Yeah. And it's like, it's not frail, but it will go down if you get hit by those. Mm-hmm. 60 base defense. I mean, it's surprising to me that it'll go down to a physical uh, physical move from a Gardevoir, but wasn't all the way down i was already like low i just didn't expect uh, sure. a priority ghost move, you know? <laughs> and i think that's the point is people don't people think that they're it's not going to be not going to be faint on is it. really good and everyone has faint on me and shell 
that made me a little bit sad this week. See, um, the lack of Dynamax brings VGC back to a time that I'm not familiar with, where mm-hmm. there were strategies that people had, say, protecting and fainting. That was a strategy before Sword and Shield. And oh, yeah. I didn't use that because I, I was playing it. singles at the time. Yeah, you don't need faint in singles. No, <laughs> no. Never. I think faint does like a lot of things. It's not just protect. Faint only hits if the target used protect or detect the same turn. It also cancels cancels protect or detect for the remainder of the turn. Oh, never mind. It's just protect. it's it's just the thing. Okay, I thought it was more. Mm-hmm, I don't know why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be interesting if it. Well, I was gonna say if it canceled like quick guard, but there's no way that. Faint is go. Faint doesn't have know. priority, does it? It has plus two priority. It's it has plus two. I switch. What? Yeah. So that's that's incredible. So if you were able to use it on quick guard Pokemon, quick guarded, that still blocks it. So what priority quick guard has? Yeah, uh, quick guard would block it. Yeah, quick guard will block it. So it doesn't. That's it doesn't break priority it. Priority plus three. Yeah. So it doesn't break it. That's the quick guard has to go first. If you're a prankster faint, that's faster than the quick guard user. Technically, no, 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 no. Faint won't get protected. Hold on. Uh, This is a thing. No, this is a thing. This is a thing. Um, Quick guard uh, faint and shadow force lift the effect of quick guard from the opponent's team was successfully used on the opponent and faint hits despite being an increased priority move when used on now. I faint is blocked by quick guard. Oh, okay. This mm. is the thing that people tested. Got it. Yes. So I guess that was just a like the the straight up distri- the the description, the assumed description. But yeah, like quick guard is is a thing that people are actually using now. So uh going for faint on a quick guard Pokemon does break it not for just the one, but for both. Yeah. That's interesting. Serena is also really good Pokemon right now, just because fake out's really good right now. Mm-hmm. And Serena and Kyogre are best friends. It's pretty much just whatever protects Kyogre from Rillaboom. You throw a Serena in, there's nothing Rillaboom can do to sure. you. Sure, sure. We're seeing a little bit of a, a resurgence of, like, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about Shedinja. Shedinja is really good because if you yep. play Shedinja correctly, um, and you save it for like the last Mon, mm-hmm. and you constantly focus down Pokemon that you know have weaknesses to Shedinja, you can literally style on your opponent by leaving them uh, with just Pokemon that can't hit Shedinja and then just be like, here you go. <laughs> Do something. Do something to this. And they're just like, I can't. I'm a Zapdos. What can I do? Yeah, really? Um, yes, they go for a Hurricane or Heat Wave. But you know what I mean. You get the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin, I want to I wanna, I wanna uh, end the podcast by by talking about something from uh, somebody who, who pops into our channel quite often, the Revheads. Uh, the Revheads dropped a tweet a uh, couple days ago, and it reads, Hey guys, it's Revheads from YouTube. Just a quick question. There's a new online comp for singles, and it's just Legends and Mythicals. Since Mike uh, usually plays with one Pokemon on the field, what team would you recommend? I wanted to build a Renzation. Um, so that, first off, Revheads, thank you very much for for sending that tweet. Uh, you're That's right to have question. sent it. Yeah, there's, and I, I remember this this uh, 
this tournament that's coming up. We talked about it a little bit last week. Um, the, the thing about it though, is that the, like it, it's got its own meta, you know, like Zation's really good because the typing is really good. So I would assume that Zation is, is like one of the top Pokemon to use, but also Zation is one of the top Pokemon right now because there's so many other high meta Pokemon that Zation just breaks, but most of them are gone in this legends and mythical only tournament. So let's look into it. So when they say legends, mm-hmm. they mean restricteds and sub legends, like, you know, Rekuente, Latias. Yes. The Ultra Beast. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, not, not Pokemon like Reku, I don't think. Um, not considered legendary. That would make a really big difference if that's the case. Because then you would be able to use Urshifu in this and that'd be like easy peasy. I would definitely just bring Urshifu and just, just keep wicked blowing things. <laughs> yeah, really. That's, um, I'm, I'm, there's got to be a, a list of usable Pokemon. I'm, I'm just I'm just scrolling through right now. Yeah, Mythical Melee is the name of the tournament. Mythical Melee Pokemon. Let's see which Pokemon are allowed for it. Oh, we've also, got I forgot it. to mention this, but uh, Pokemon Unite also added a new reward for 7,500,000. And it was like a thousand tickets. So go do that. Too. How no high up are we right now? I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> if they're adding 7 million, then. Uh... By the way, no, uh, you were right. Reiku, oh, Reiku okay. Mente, Suikun, are we, allowed. Hmm? we already got the Pikachu skin. Amazing. So we already got the 5 million. So they added more. Oh my 7. gosh. 5. Yeah. Big game. Okay, so they are in it. All right, mm-hmm. so they, so uh, they are in it. Uh, the Arti- the Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, and the Galarian forms of them as well. Uh, all of the Regis, uh, all of the Lake Trio, Heatran, Cresselia, Cobalion, uh, that trio, uh, the the um, the Genies, the Type Null is for some reason in there. Type Null and Sil Valley. Yes, uh, the legend. <laughs> yeah, kind of. All of the Tapus, all of the Ultra Beasts. Uh, you got Arceus too. Yeah. Arceus isn't that good, but you got him. Okay, let me look at Zarud. I get I don't remember if Zarud is good. I'm pretty sure me and Mike came to the consensus that it's kind of bad. It's not like super fantastic. Okay, I wouldn't do Zarud. Um Melmetal. Oh, but you already have uh Zation. Yeah, you already, yeah, you already have Zation, so why would you use Melmetal? Yeah, the, the sad thing is that there's like a huge amount of steel Pokemon um among the legendaries and, and mythicals. So uh, if if you bring one, I wouldn't really suggest bringing more than one, uh, especially not for yeah. not for singles. You're you're just gonna get swept by like Ho and Tay that kind of thing. Um, I don't. So I mean, to that point, you might want to consider fighting Pokemon like Galarian Zapdos uh, or Buzzswole. Uh, would be something that that deals with a lot of these psychic types really well as well as the urshifus uh could bring that as your fighting type i think uh the way that you structure uh building for for the mythical and legendary is basically the same way that you would structure uh setting up for any other pokemon battle any other singles battle you look at your typings you try and create like some list of pokemon that covers most of the um most of your type type coverages um so although the the types might may or may not overlap, it's really the moves once you get down to it that that will 
um, really count for that. Uh, like you could bring in a, uh, say, I'm just looking here off the top of my head. We've got like Cobalion where, you know, you could just bring um, like the, the stab moves as well as the coverage move. And that coverage move is what, you know, makes makes it so you don't need to bring uh, another Pokemon that would normally cover that. That's a roundabout way of saying just cover your bases. <laughs> okay. I got like a a core in my brain. Okay. Um, this is single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cores. Like, cores, cores are, yeah, stuff. they exist. Yeah. I'm just reminding. Yeah, go ahead. So we can do Zation. I would do Zation and Reshiram. Um, and then you need something that floats. And then that would give you a nice uh, Dragon Steel Fairy kind of thing going. Mm-hmm. So I would do Zation, Reshiram, maybe a Calyrex Urshifu. We still need something that floats. Mm-hmm. Another um, method you could do is just look at just look at uber's uh uber's usage stats right now that also works yeah uh evelto is crazy good um so continue to use evelto knock yeah, off roost rotten knock off roost sucker punch defog easy peasy um necrozma duskmane or or calyrex shadow kyogre xerneas marshadow is even really really good and that's something that a lot of vgc players don't know is that marshadow is just so good um 125 base attack 125 base speed uh shadow sneak close combat spectral thief is huge especially with uh any any teams that like to set up like a xerneas uh go for the spectral thief on on the geomancy xerneas now you're you're unkillable you take the plus ones from the zations too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely um so really really consider more shadow i think I should just open up the decks to mythicals already, please. It would be such an interesting VGC season. I can't wait to use Dark Ryan VGC again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Dark Void, Dark Void, Dark Void. Have a nice day. Dark Void, Dark Void. <laughs> Wise glasses, Dark Void. Or like wide lens, Dark Void, Dark Void. Yeah, really. Uh, oh, that's fun. All right. Uh, Continue your your trek down the mythical melee path. Uh, I wish you all the luck, and please do let me know um, what you what you end up doing, how you end up doing. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for bad, it. Right? What's that? Volcanian's bad, right? No, actually, Those surprisingly, kind of mixed, mixed attackery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Volcanian it's got like good um what's the word coverage uh you're using like steam eruption flamethrower scorching sands um and then kind of a filler move maybe a flash cannon maybe an earth power rest um but it it does really good because again it's it's against all these uh steel pokemon so really any kind of um special fire pokemon is going to do really well and volcanian has really high special attack all right. Well, uh, with that, that's going to be the end of our podcast today. Uh, thank you so much for for watching. Uh, before we go, Kevin. Hello. Mr. John 0104 says, Trico or Torchic? Trico or Torchic. Are you asking which one I chose or which one is better? Uh, not 
let's not put them in a fight against each other. Let's just say who is who is your best who's 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 your boy? Rico's my boy. That's oh. who I chose originally. I like I have a I don't know. <laughs> I try I don't do this on purpose, but I typically lean towards grass type starters when I play the games. I mm-hmm. don't know why. I, I played red and blue, I chose Bulbasaur. I played uh I didn't choose Chikorita, I chose to, uh for alligator. Uh, Gen 3, I chose Trico. Gen 4, I chose Turtwig. Gen 5, I chose Snivy. Gen 6, I chose... Uh, I didn't choose Chessman, I chose Greninja. But well, you know, you see what I mean? It's like mostly... Like Gen 8, I chose Rillaboom. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably going to choose Rowlet for... Um, for Legends. Pokemon Legends. Yeah. No, I Pretty get sure it. I chose Rowlet for Gen 7. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I I get it. Like um for, for Gen 1 anyway, in, in your uh to your credit, uh Bulbasaur is the uh starter which makes the game easiest for you. Because as you go through the gyms, which are your benchmarks on how good you are, uh you got Brock who Bulbasaur smashes, you got Misty who Bulbasaur smashes, you got Lieutenant Surge who Bulbasaur doesn't smash, but uh, resist <laughs> and you know isn't going down like squirtle would erica you have erica you're po- you got poisoned yeah, by poison that moves. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah poisoned by that what's next uh Tol- tolga or sabrina depending koga sabrina and sabrina have you. a little bit of tough <laughs> yeah you have a little bit of a tough time left. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um okay but but but, but that's the thing. like from gym one to four you can go through that whole thing with just Bulbasaur and you even smacked Giovanni too. Yeah, oh, totally, you, totally. Bring him back. You really care about a Cinnabar Island, but by that time you had like seventeen different chances. Of- You've right, had so to you cross the entire sea to get to Cinnabar <laughs> Island. If you don't have a way to get <laughs> to get that gone, then you did something. Go get a tent to cool. Yeah, win the game. Go and win like that. Yeah, There's you get. You go with. uh What's his name? Squirtle, and you're you're smacked by the third one, Lieutenant Surge. Just bazap gone. Uh, you better get a Diglett out of Diglett Cave. The hardest one is technically Charmander, I think, right? Because you have to do the first two with a fire. Yeah, if you pick Charmander, you're playing the game on hard mode. Mm-hmm. For a kids game, hard mode isn't. I don't See, need to flex. Now they just do water, grass, fire that. for the first three gyms, so it's like, you know, there's no hard. There, it's equally as challenging because the mm-hmm. first three gyms are going to have one that you're bad against. I want to see them. I want to see them do something like completely different now. I want to see them like start with a fairy gym. I want them to do what insurgents did and have a gym theme like mm. a volcano gym. You have water and fire types because you need those two things for oh, volcanoes. Mixed element gyms would be. Amazing. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Like, a, I don't know, a futuristic or like a, an industrial age gym. You have rock and steel types, things like that, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a construction site gym, things like that would be fun. <laughs> They've had both of those things. Just, they didn't mix the elements. They had yeah, the, the rock and roll gym with, uh, Marnie's brother, but they were all the same elements, right? They I know. I know type. they were yeah. just dark, right? But that could have been dark and like rock. And that would have been so cool, but <laughs> whatever, maybe next time. Um, Anyway, that's going to be the end of, uh, of our podcast. Uh, thank you very much for for tuning in today. As always, uh, we've got some cool things on the horizon. I'm not going to overpromise and underdeliver, uh, but 
we do have some new merch on the way as well as uh, some work on the website, which you'll be able to see very, very soon. Uh, that will be at pokesports.org. So definitely go and check those out. Um, please go and uh, check us out on Twitter at uh, twitter.com <laughs> at pokesportspod uh, or on Instagram at pokesportspodcast. Um, check us out on Patreon as well. Uh, there, it will be a post dropping today about this month's peach. Uh, we are going to be having that as usual. Uh, he we, means leech. Leech, excuse me, as well as peach <laughs> later. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the league will be uh, starting up very soon. I'm going to be posting signups for that today. So go and check that out. Um, I want to give a big patron shout out to uh, our, our patrons on patreon.com slash Pokesports podcast, such as Matthew H, Corey, Carlo H, Scott D, Joseph G, King Boo, uh, Martin, Ahmed, uh, Greg T, Louis J, Make It Totter, Ryan G, Ryan L. I want to give a big uh, Ryan W. Excuse me. Why? I don't, don't know why I said L. Um, I want to give a big uh, shout out as well to our mods um, up here, Mod Tofu, Mod Lupus. Uh, you guys help so, so much uh, in so many ways, and we love you for it. Um, cool. Kevin, uh, what you got going on this week? Interior crocodile alligator. You're doing more interior stuff. Got it. Theater. Yeah, a lot of YouTube stuff. Go check it out. We got new camera, new things. We got a screen behind me. Um, <laughs> it's a good Stuff that's like there. fun for you. Like that, yeah. I think that's that's cool. It's like now you get to see Kevin. I mean, experiencing I cover, something new. Yeah, I don't have to cover half the screen anymore with the face cam. I just cover my moves instead. There you go. <laughs> All right, so we will uh, see you in the next one. Big shout out to everybody who joined us today, uh, Sunday, September fifth, when we record this at nine p.m. at youtube.com/slash Uh We'll see you next time. Peace.